Hello and welcome to the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, founder of Australia's first online K-beauty store, Style Story, and your guide to all things K-beauty. On today's episode, we are going to be taking a look at one of the hottest beauty procedures in Korea at the moment, and that is HIFU, which stands for High Intensity Focused Ultrasound. So this is maybe not something that you are familiar with, but surprisingly, it is actually available all over the world. It is, however, one of the hottest treatments in Korea at the moment. It is the lunchtime procedure of choice. Uh, People are obsessed with this procedure, I think, because uh, if you are familiar with K-beauty and maybe K-drama and celebrity news and things like that, you will know that one of the most coveted face shapes is what is called the V-line or V-shaped jawline. So rather than having a square jaw, Koreans really love a tapered jaw that tapers basically into the shape of a V that is considered to be one of the most desirable face shapes. Uh, And so there's a whole lot of focus in Korea about procedures and things like that, products, I guess, that can net you this uh, V-shaped jawline without having to undergo surgery. So that is what I'm going to talk about today. Now, it is not just perfect for people who are going for a V-line. It is basically designed to improve your skin tone, your texture, your elasticity, and it does that by lifting and tightening the skin naturally and gradually. So this is a lifting treatment, essentially. It goes deeper than the skin surface, and it is encouraging the regeneration of your skin's own collagen. So on this show, we talk a lot about, you know, the limitations of uh, collagen products. So topical skincare products that have collagen in them, obviously they are not totally useless. They have a lot of benefits for people that have maybe drier skin, more mature skin, because they are really good at hydrating. But just applying uh, collagen products to the skin topically doesn't actually do anything to our own natural collagen that of course depletes as we age. So, you know, there are a lot of different ways that people try and then I guess improve their own collagen stores. Some people drink collagen. Uh, That has, you know, limited benefits, I guess, in terms of actually restoring and renewing your skin's own collagen. But these treatments are actually designed to just do do just that. They don't just sort of uh, change the skin on the outside. They can actually encourage the growth of new collagen. And that is why they are really, really popular uh, treatments. Uh, And you would think maybe because we're talking about lifting procedures that it's, you know, sort of people in their 40s, 50s and above that are getting them done. But actually many people are turning to these lasers, these lifting procedures rather in the hopes of achieving uh, a more, I guess, tight jawline. And that's a lot of people in their 20s and 30s as well. So this is literally one of the top procedures that you will see if you go to any skin clinic, uh, even a plastic surgery clinic, they will perform these kind of treatments in Korea. But I know that a lot of you are, you know, worried about, well, can I actually do any of this stuff in my country? And I did a quick Google and a quick Google search revealed that 
This is a really popular treatment in a lot of other countries as well. You may not have heard of it, you might not be familiar with it, but they are performing these treatments in Australia, for example, in the US. I even found them in Singapore. So this is not just something that you could only do if you come to Korea. Uh, you, you know, there are obviously specialists that are working on these procedures elsewhere as well. So, you know, don't get too stressed if you're like, oh, bum, how come all of the good treatments are only in Korea? This is one that is really popular in Korea, but it is by no means a procedure or a treatment that you can only do here. Uh, however, I will say that it is quite cheap to get done here uh, and be just because of how popular it is. So look, it is one of these anti-aging, I guess we could call treatments in the sense that it is aiming to restore skin firmness and elasticity. Obviously, uh, you know, losing collagen in the face is a problem that is associated with aging, but we do actually start losing collagen from our 20s onwards. So this is by no means, you know, something that is only relevant for people that are much, much older. So there are a couple of different versions of this procedure, this kind of HIFU treatment that is going on uh, in Korea. Uh, and the three main ones are Olthera, uh, the local domestic Korean version, which is called Shurink, and then one that is called Liftera or Liftera. So I'm going to run through these three. Now, at the outset, I guess I should say these are non-surgical options. So they do not involve any cutting or opening of the face or anything like that. So, you know, that is, I guess, a really main benefit for a lot of people because you don't have to worry about going under general anesthetic or, you know, uh, some of the complications that can arise when you are doing a surgery. But I guess the main downside is if you're not cutting the skin, if you're not doing surgery, then the results that you can hope to achieve from any kind of procedure like this, you need to, I guess, keep that in mind. You're not going to get the same results that you would from a facelift with a procedure like this. So I think I see uh, a lot of advertising for these kind of procedures that kind of says that, that you know, they're an an alternative to a facelift. And while I think that they off they do offer really great lifting benefits, it's not the same thing as a facelift. So I think that is probably a little bit misleading. If you are going in expecting like the same results that you would have from a major surgery in a lunchtime procedure like this that takes an hour, you will be disappointed. It's not the same thing. But that doesn't mean that you can't achieve actual and real results from this. And I myself have seen it firsthand. So I have gone for both of these procedures over the years for Ulthera and Shrink. The only one that I haven't personally tried myself is Liftera and my mum has also tried them as well when she was visiting in Korea. So I have first-hand experience with both of these procedures for, uh, you know, a bit younger skin. I'm in my 30s and my mum is in her 60s. So I can definitely comment on the results that we were able to achieve through it. But let me run you through what the procedures actually is. So Olthera. So this is actually a US FDA cleared procedure. And what it does is it uses micro fo focused ultrasound energy to lift and tighten the skin. What it is doing is stimulating collagen production by delivering ultrasound energy 
into the skin's foundational layer, but it won't disturb the surface of the skin. So that's the thing. When you get this procedure done, you know, you can definitely feel it being done and I'll get into that later, but you won't necessarily see anything on the surface of the skin after. Uh, And you won't also get any immediate results. And that's because of how these treatments are designed to work. So I'll go into that. But basically we are talking about ultra sound energy that is bypassing the skin's layers and triggering a natural response under the skin that produces collagen. So for Ulthera, a full facial treatment takes about 45 minutes to an hour. And then Shrink, which is the other one that I've also tried, that is a locally developed technology in Korea. And it uses high intensity focused ultrasound energy to boost collagen renewal in the skin. So pretty much the same thing. So uh, these machines are basically developed in Korea, but my understanding is that they are sold to clinics all over the world. So, you know, potentially depending on where you go, they could have one of either of these machines. So similar to Ulthera, Shrink also works to remodel the collagen. It can help with removing facial wrinkles and sagging skin as well. But the main difference between these two lies in the process. So for Ulthera, basically what they do is they do an ultrasound image to identify the specific areas where they should direct the ultrasound energy. But with Shrink, what they're doing is they've got different cartridges that emit different wavelengths and they are applied to the skin without the ultrasound visualization. So Shrink is a lot faster, obviously, than Ulthera because they're not doing any image processing. So that takes about 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, So yeah, basically both of them can be used on lots of different areas of the face, on the forehead, between your brows, uh, your outer eye corners, your eye areas, your nasolabial folds, mouth, chin, neck. Uh, So you're receiving a customized treatment based on where you actually need it. That's what all of these are about. Uh, And for uh, shrink, the, the cartridges basically will target different layers of the skin. So depending on which type of cartridge they're using, they can be either going superficially into the superficial layers of the skin to the deep dermis or even the SMAS layer, which is the lowest down, the furthest down. So depending on what you are trying to achieve, they will use a different cartridge on you. So the thinnest cartridge is the best for things like wrinkles, pores, and skin texture. Uh, The middle one is good for sagging cheeks, jaws, and forehead. And then the deepest one is really good for wrinkles around the neck uh, and for promoting collagen regeneration as well. So the other treatment, which is quite, it's, it's, it's pretty much identical to Shrink, is Liftera. And that is another local one, a local one in Korea. Uh, and basically the difference between Liftera and Shrink is the design of the cartridge. So pretty much the same thing. Uh, full face takes a tiny bit longer. So we're pretty much talking about very, very similar technologies, quite similar results. I myself couldn't really tell the difference in my results between the two when I've had them. Uh, You know, obviously I got older (laughs) during the meantime, but I didn't really notice a big difference in the results. So I would say these are pretty much 
interchangeable treatments as far as I'm I'm concerned, as far as the results were concerned. So this is what happens during the procedure. Basically, you will have your skin cleaned first or go with clean skin. And then whoever's doing the procedure for you will just place the treatment applicator against your skin. So obviously, if you're doing Ulthera, then they're trying to get a clear ultrasound image first. So they will do that. And that's also why the process takes a little bit longer. Now, a question that everyone will no doubt ask is, well, does it hurt? And unfortunately, the answer is yes, yes, it actually really, really hurts. Uh, I remember both my mum and I were just like gritting our teeth through it. We were just like, oh my God. Um, Where it hurts the most is when they're doing a pass over your um, teeth. It almost like you can feel it down into your teeth. It's kind of like going to the dentist. Uh, So this is not a painless procedure, you know, depending on your pain threshold, I guess. Um, you know, your mileage may vary slightly, but yes, like this one is not pain-free at all. Um, but I think it would depend on, you know, how deep they're doing the treatment as well and also your own personal comfort levels. But I think if you go in expecting that it's going to be at least uncomfortable, that's probably a good thing. You know, it's not the same as getting needles in your face. Uh, it's a different kind of pain, um, you know, from being pricked or even if you've had a laser treatment before, it's a very different type of pain from that. Uh, it's a very peculiar sensation. That is what I will say. Uh, but you know, it's, it's definitely bearable. You feel really good when it's over. You're like, oh my God, thank God I made it through that. But it is not like, it's not like a walk in the park. It's not like, oh, I didn't even know what was happening. You're like, I know I just, I just had something done. The good news is after you've had it done, the pain is, it's immediately gone. You don't feel any pain afterwards. So unlike, you know, maybe a skin laser, sometimes when they're doing it, it's quite painful, but then the days after can be even worse. So that thankfully it is not that kind of treatment. The only pain really that you should experience is while they're actually doing it. And then you're pretty much done. So after the treatment, again, the good news is there is no downtime. So you can pretty much go straight back to whatever you were doing right after your treatment. You can literally go back to the office or wherever you don't need to like, you know, hide away for a couple of days. Uh, Your skin might look slightly flushed at first, but that really should be gone within a couple of hours. Uh, Basically, if you had just had a really strong facial massage, I think that would probably give you a similar look to what it will look like straight afterwards. Um, Apparently, some people can experience uh, slight tingling or tenderness and swelling. Uh, I don't think I experienced any of that. It was pretty much like once it was done, it was done. Um, And apparently there are some side effects for bruising and numbness as well on areas of the skin. But that would definitely be something to, you know, talk to your doctor about or whoever's doing it for you. That was just my own experience. I thankfully didn't have to worry about any of that. But I guess, you know, obviously before you're going in for any procedure like this, the doctor will run you through all of the things that he's about, he or she is is about to do, any of the side effects, you know, that you might experience uh, and, and what to expect afterwards. So the thing that my, Uh, dermatologist really stressed to me afterwards was 
Because this is the kind of treatment that gives you the best results over time, over a couple of months, he said to just really watch my diet um, and to make sure that I was eating lots of veggies, lots of good protein, and to sort of avoid things like alcohol uh, and, you know, just sugar and, and junk food, basically, because that could affect the results. So that was one thing he said to just sort of keep in mind. So what does it do? Well, obviously, like we said, uh, like I've already explained, it because it is treating the deeper layers of the skin tissue, it is supposed to lift and tighten the skin around your face. That is essentially what it is doing. And it will also build new collagen. So that is the thing you will see over time. If you have before and after photos done, you will definitely be able to see just a tightened, lifted uh, appearance. Now, it's not very dramatic, but I have seen quite great results, even from just looking at other people who maybe have more, uh, you know, dramatic sagging, seeing their before and after, like definitely it does something. It's not the same as a facelift, but this is a treatment that definitely has results. So I think, you know, to go in with, I guess, the right expectations. The clinics that are calling it a mini facelift, I think is very misleading. I don't think it is a mini facelift. A facelift is a facelift. It's a surgical procedure. And I don't think you're really going to get any kind of, you know, similar results to a surgery in a non-surgical treatment. I just don't think that's very realistic. I think the main pros of this kind of procedure are that there are no needles, there are no downtime. Uh, Obviously, in my experience, there were very minimal side effects. And, you know, I mean, on a scale of one to 10, the pain is definitely bearable. It's not the same as like a surgery or something like that where you're recovering afterwards. So I think, you know, all of those things, if you keep them in mind and go in for a treatment like this, I think you can expect, you know, good results. Uh, Obviously, the results, you might say, well, how long does it last for? So, Look, the clinics that I've been to and had the, the this treatment done, I've asked the, the best people to ask usually in Korea when you go to the clinics are the girls that work there. So the people on the front desk, maybe the nurses and the assistants, because they love getting procedures done and they often get them as part of their sort of staff benefits. So I have asked there and they say, you know, the results usually last from nine to 12 months. Um, you should start seeing the results over about a six to eight week period. But a lot of the girls there reckon they get the treatments done every six months. So that is obviously uh, more than I would I would go and get it done. I think I've had maybe, I think I've had this done maybe three or four times over the last maybe five years. And part of that is just because I just sort of haven't really gotten around to it. But I don't think you do need to go every six months. I think if you think that it's going to last for about a year, the results will last for about a a year. I think that's probably right. Uh, So that is, I guess, you know, the the timeframes that you can expect to see results. Uh, And yeah, best results after a couple of months after the procedure. So if you're going in thinking you're going to come out looking different that day, It doesn't quite work like that. But I think if you take some photos before and after, you'll definitely notice that, you know, you are looking a lot tighter around any problem areas. And that was, you know, in my case, I'm in my 30s. So I don't have a lot of, you know, really big skin drooping or anything like that, which, you know, you would hope you wouldn't in your 30s, but definitely just a more tightened look, particularly around the lower face, uh, the lower jaw. That's the main results that I that I noticed as well. 
So I think that is sort of the need to know about treatments like this. Very, very, very popular. Pretty much any uh, dermatologist or plastic surgery clinic that you could go into in Korea is going to do a version of this uh, procedure. But I think if you are interested in it, have a look around and see who's doing it in your local area as well. Uh, they might call it by a couple of different names. So you could look up Althera uh, or maybe Hifu, H-I-F-U, and see if there's someone doing it because obviously I think it is called different things in different places. Uh, but yeah, that was my experience with getting it done was that it was a case of no pain, no gain. Uh, I think it is a treatment that I will probably keep doing. You know, I'm not going to be fanatical about it, <laughs> certainly not in my 30s, but I think that it definitely has really nice results. Uh, and I think the main benefit as far as I was concerned is that it can help to to kickstart collagen production. So in terms of, you know, uh, you know, a good uh, part of your anti-aging arsenal, that was the thing that really uh, attracted me to having it done. My mom had really, really pleasing results for, uh, for herself as well. She was very happy with it. Obviously at her age, uh, the doctor was very upfront and sort of said, look, you know, this is the age where if you wanted to, you could go in for, you know, a full, a full facelift. And that is just, not something that my mum wanted to do. So she just said, look, I'm happy if I can get sort of modest results from the treatment. And that is what she experienced. Some nice sort of lifting results, but you know, it's not like not, no one is going to be under any illusions that she is, you know, 30 or something like that. Like she looks her age, but she just looked, uh, lifted and a little bit tighter. So that was the results that she, uh, experienced as well. Uh, obviously she hasn't been able to come to Korea for a few years. So next time she's here, I would probably be taking her for another treatment again. That is one of our favorite things to do when she comes to Korea, uh, is just to go and have some treatments and, you know, so that she can see what what's available and on offer here. Uh, and my dermatologist absolutely loves my mom. Last time she was here, he wanted to invite us at, to go out to dinner with him. Uh, so every time my mom comes over, we always go and see him and he gets really excited that she's back. So that is very sweet as well. So look, that has been my experience with uh, HIFU, with old therapy and also Shurink. Uh, I think these days Shurink is the one that I have been doing uh, just because uh, being a local Korean one, I think that's, uh, you know, the, the dermatologists usually have both machines in their offices as well. So if you have any questions about it, obviously feel free to ask me. I'm not myself qualified in any way to carry out this kind of procedure. So the best person to probably ask if you are actually thinking about, you know, going and getting it done by someone, you know, run it past them. If you have uh, any questions about, you know, the suitability for you personally, that is just my experience with it. And also it being such a popular procedure here. Uh, pretty much everyone I know is getting this done. Uh, it's, it's just that kind of procedure, including foreigners in Korea. Foreigners seem to really, really love getting this one as well. Uh, so yeah, I would say this is one of those things that is uh, very, very common in K-beauty in Korea at the moment. So I hope that was useful. Uh, maybe you want to go and try it. Let me know if you, maybe you've had it before. If you have, let me know. I would love to know if you enjoyed it as well. If you found it painful like I did as well when it was going over your teeth. Uh, otherwise, I will leave it here and I will see you on Star Story. Star Story.